since the early 1980s, hard-hitting bands such as Petra, Striper, White Cross, and Bloodgood would forever change the boundaries of Christian music. The Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast brings commentary, analysis, and guest speakers from today's and yesterday's top artists and bands. Now, Podbean.com brings you The Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast with your host, Sean Fagan. He's the rock. This is Sean Fagan with The Rock That Makes Me Roll podcast. Thank you so much for being with us for another podcast. There is so much going on out there in the music world. Skillet just unleashed their brand new album titled Unleashed, and it is kick butt music. Let me tell you, you got to get out there and you got to purchase this CD. They have some of the hardest and best songs that they've ever done on this CD. It's very power-packed and full of energy. Everyone out there is going to love this album. You can get it off of iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. You can go to their store. You can pick it up in any of the FYE stores or even Walmart I've seen it in. So please go check out that album and support Skillet and their new album, Unleashed. Also... Getting ready to kick off their fall tour, fall and winter tour, is Striper with their 30-year anniversary of To Hell with the Devil. The guys are getting together in the original outfits and original stage props from the 1986-87 era of To Hell with the Devil. And they are going to be doing the album from beginning to end. And at the end, they're going to come out and do several songs uh, in addition to that. So, very exciting time. Uh, The guys in the band are extremely excited about this. And uh, if you get on the internet and do some checking around, you can definitely find some pictures of them in in the outfits from both before and after. Go to their website. It's on there also. Uh, check that out. Uh, tickets for most of the shows are between 20 and $25. They are going to be in Columbus, Ohio and Cleveland, Ohio, which are closest to me. And uh, they'll be touring all over the area. So if you get a chance to check out that show, do that. It would be an awesome show to check out. Be one you won't forget. I have a couple podcasts that I'm going to be doing. I've already interviewed the artist, and uh, they'll be coming up here in the next few weeks. One of them is John Schlitt from the band Petra, also uh, with the Union of Sinners and Saints. And I got the opportunity to also interview Jason Fowler, which is... Uh, of his own name and recognition on his albums, and he is also part of the Union of Sinners and Saints. So please check out those podcasts coming up in the next couple weeks, and I'm looking forward to getting those up. The interview with John Schlitt and Jason both have meant a lot to me, and uh, they're um, really special to me and the fact that uh, I really support the things that they're doing now and the things they've done in the past. And I really encourage everyone out there, if you have not heard of anything off of the Union 
of Sinners and Saints to check these podcasts out. There will be some excerpts from the album on these podcasts, and I'm excited to be able to help them get the word out. You know, folks, the one thing that really has been bothering me lately is I've noticed a decline in Christian rock and heavy metal, and that's part of the reason why I put this podcast together. Whenever I hear bands out there trying to move it forward and keep it going, I want to bring them to the forefront. And uh, it's it's kind of scary. Uh, not that not that worship uh, songs are bad, and not that praising God through worship songs is bad in any way. I'm not saying that. Uh, I fully support that. Uh, but there is a large part of me that that would like to see instead of people making music for church people for people to be making music to reach out and touch those that are lost because that is what we're called to do and uh, i had someone very uh, important and close to me uh kind of fill me in on that here in the last day or two and i just wanted to throw that out there. So if you are a Christian rock band and you're hearing this, or you are a promoter and you're hearing this, or you're a radio station and you're hearing this, please get a hold of some of these rock, Christian rock musicians that are out there beating the pavement for for the outreach of others. And please get their music on. They deserve to be heard. And, uh, you know, maybe now would be a a good time for me to say that that I've thought about and am still thinking very seriously about possibly doing a Christian radio station on the internet for the time being, and uh, would be able to showcase all of these bands both from the past and from the current time. I think that it would be an awesome thing to do, and I think that those of us out there that love rock and roll music. Uh, would definitely enjoy hearing from these bands. So uh, something I'm thinking about and praying about. And, uh, you know, jump on Facebook uh, or even on my Twitter account. Shoot me a message. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you think you would enjoy something like that. Uh, I would appreciate any encouragement. Hey, if you're listening to this for the first time, go to my Facebook page and like it so you know when the new updated podcasts are coming out. Uh, check me out on Twitter. Uh, I have not been extremely active on Twitter lately. I am planning on being more active here as time progresses over the next month or so. And I'm looking forward to touching base with people out there and getting a feel for what they are wanting to hear uh, beyond um, the praise and worship music that's out there. So check it out. I am going to have my new website up here real soon, too. Uh, that will have pictures and updated events and stuff that are going on. And uh, I encourage you to check that out. It will be growing as time progresses, too. And I hope that that you all enjoy it. So today we have with us the last and final installment of the 2016 Salvation Fest that was held in Springfield, Ohio. The artist I have with me today is Alex Bertel. I really appreciated Alex taking that time to sit with me and chat about his plans, about everything he's been doing. I really hope, I hope you enjoy this interview with Alex Bertel. Let me know what you think. 
Pass it on. Share it with others. I'll be back in just a few minutes with Alex Pertel. The Rock That Makes Me Roll Podcast. here with Alex Pertel. We're at uh, the Salvation Fest in Springfield, Ohio, 
And it's great to have you here, Alex. I'm, I'm glad you're here with us today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. Well, what I'd like to do is just start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of how you got to where you are right now, and, sure. and that way everybody kind of gets to know you a little bit. Sure, yeah. Well, I have been uh, you know involved in music and playing music, uh, mostly classical music when I grew up, and uh, you know that kind of just progressed into... Uh, you know, trying to figure out how am I going to use the talents that God has given me for the church. And so I was about in sixth grade and I started playing for the youth band. And um, that kind of, again, progressed as I uh, I started with piano. And then I ended up teaching myself guitar because we needed a guitarist in the band. And, and then uh, I started to uh, use my voice a little bit and started to sing by my junior year or so. And um, then I, you know, I really had a passion for worship. And so um, my, my senior year of high school, I actually had my first job at a church and, uh, as a worship leader. And then, uh, God just continued to open doors for me. And I actually, uh, went to, decided to go to Cedarville university for a, uh, to major in worship. And, uh, so I did that for four years and, uh, just graduated with my degree in worship. So, um, throughout that whole time, uh, it was just, uh, door after door, God was confirming, this is exactly what I want you to do. Um, just instilling me a heart and a passion for worship and, and worshipers, and and so uh, um, the last semester, this last semester in uh, in the fall of fifteen, I uh, got the incredible opportunity. I wasn't working at a church at the time, so had the opportunity to um, kind of, I guess, for lack of a better terms, freelance worship lead at some churches that you know may have had, um, you know, their worship leader needed, you know, a vacation or they didn't have a worship leader at the time. They were looking for someone to fill in. So, um, I would do that. And, uh, I, um, while I was finishing up my last semester of school, I, I traveled to, uh, to about five different States, um, and, uh, and just let worship all over the place. And so, um, yeah, so I'm, uh, you know, continuing to, to do that. And, uh, um, I was, had the opportunity when I was in college still to, uh, put an album out, um, entitled Blended Worship. And so, um, you know, God just really, uh, has always just continued to, uh, to open these doors and confirm that, you know, this is what I'm, I'm here to do. That's excellent. So you were here just a couple of months ago, I saw. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So, uh, Richie had me here to, uh, to lead worship for their Wednesday night. Um, service and so I was down here. I I had it real stripped down though. It was just me in a in a, in a piano, and uh, I played for I played for about an hour. Just we just did a whole service of just worship, and it was really incredible. So, with your new um, album, blended worship, mm-hmm. um, what is it all? Just guitar? Do you have JT doing the uh, the drums in it? I mean, is it? Yeah. What is it? So well, really. You know, the term blended worship can be used, in, in, I mean, it almost can be skewed sometimes into, in, especially in the term that's a lot, used a lot in churches, where it is solely thought of as, okay, a few songs that are hymns and a few songs that are, you know, quote-unquote contemporary songs. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of different styles and genres out there where, you know, God could be worshipped, and 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 we can use those songs to just glorify and lift His name. So I I wanted to really test the waters and go outside of my box and and do just a, 
a ton of different styles and put it all in one um, on one CD and uh, and see what happened. And so I was able to do a couple songs that are more um, guitar and drum driven and uh, um, almost more of like a you know kind of a, a poppy sound. Uh, a couple rock songs, um, several songs I wrote specifically for the church, and then um, actually did a couple uh, almost. Yeah, really poppy songs that had a couple of rap artists on there, Christian hip hop artists on there as well to to accompany me. So um, it's really That's it's pretty a, cool. Yeah, so it's a really vast style of, of of genres. That's, That's great. Well, my my daughter is sitting behind you there, and she was down watching you during sound check. She's <laughs> like, "I know who that is." Oh That's no, awesome! <laughs> so it's great. So I'm glad to have you here with us today. Thank you. And. Um, just wanted to find out, you know, is there a, uh, a a testimony that you'd like to give for people that might be listening? Yeah, um, you know, and maybe I can give a little bit, and then maybe JT can give one. That'd too. be great. Yeah, um, I would love to hear from yeah. JT too. I was going to get to him here in just. A oh, minute, okay, so. okay. Well, then I'll yeah. tell I'll tell mine, and then you can just go from there. You All right, there. sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so I guess what I would say to maybe some of those listeners out there that um, if you have a passion for music, and if you have um, you know, just a, a calling and a God-given talent. Uh, you know, do not um, do not let that just sit there. Um, you know, I I grew up doing music, um, and I remember many many uh, nights that I would just lay in bed um, thinking about uh, what what I wanted to do with music and a lot of it had to do with performing on stage with Toby Mac, you know, <laughs> but, right, right. um, you know, the, the direction that God had brought me through, um, through all that was so far different than the plans that I had for my own and they are so much better. And so, you know, what I would say, um, uh, to those listening, you know, uh, just as an encouragement, just, you know, listen to, to the Lord's calling in your life, uh, whether that may be music or whether it may not be, but, you know, if if it is music, understand that he's given you this talent, and there's no greater joy that I've been able to find than to to give that talent and serve uh, him with it. And so, um, you know, leading worship in the church or just even just a, you know playing in the worship band has just brought me so much joy. And uh, and uh, you know, so I, I I am so glad that I, I listened to. Um, you know, the Lord's calling in that, and, and that that was the direction that he had called me, and, and I listened, so, and I, I have so much joy from that. That's super great advice, man. Appreciate you sharing it. JT, my man. Hey. Hey, how did you get involved with Mr. Alex here? So, uh, actually, it's kind of a funny story. Um, I go to Christian Life Center, which is a church in uh, Dayton, Ohio, and um, at one point in time, while Alex was still in college, he did an internship um, at Christian Life Center, and uh, that's kind of how we met, was that I was serving there on the worship team, and he came in and helped out with our youth group type stuff, and when we first met, I was actually still in high school, so I think I was like a senior in high school at that time, and uh, which actually is only about a year after I had really like picked up set and started <laughs> really drumming, because I started out, you know, doing like middle school, high school kind of like orchestral stuff, right, and... I was going to fall asleep in those classes, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I bet. It just, it, just, it just got so monotonous, and just I was just tired of doing it over and over again. So I decided, you know, hey, I really want to play set. Because going through, like, youth group growing up, I was like, I would always watch the drummer. I'm like, oh, man, that would be awesome if I could do that. And so 
I kind of is where I started really wanting to pursue drumming. And so I actually ended up buying my first, let alone it was an electronic drum set, but I bought my first drum set because live in a one-story house. I can't be waking up the family <laughs> at right. 3 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, yeah, I started drumming a little bit there, and uh, it was just crazy to see how God's plan worked and all that because at first I wasn't necessarily ready. I was like, you know, I'll play, I'll play worship. I was talking about I'll play worship, you know, when, I'm, when I feel comfortable behind a set. No, like, I mean, I was a month I had this drum set, and then someone was like, hey, I schedule you for worship. I hope you're going to be there. <laughs> so I didn't really get a choice. I kind of got thrown into it. Because growing up my entire life, I was the big, like, oh, man, I want to play sports. Like, just sports is my thing. I never, like, I enjoyed music, but not, I didn't necessarily have a passion for it like I do now. And just the way God has been opening up doors recently. Um, and actually, going back to the whole Blended Worship album, I actually did not record that album with Alex. Um, I did play mo- some of his stuff live with him, but uh, definitely didn't record it because he went to Cedarville and I was living in Huber Heights. And that's just, that would have been a long, a little bit of a drive just to, record and we just couldn't make it happen so um but it's been awesome because alex has probably been one of those guys that just i think i played my first like actual paid like gig with him and so (laughs) he was actually his his was actually the start of my like professional career i guess you could say as a musician i say professional very loosely yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so and we have some uh we have some camps and retreats that we're playing I did see where you guys are doing a lot of yeah. camps and retreats. Mm-hmm. As you did a lot of those last year, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty impressive. So that's great, man. So he mentioned you may have a testimony of your own. So uh, yeah, just can you share um, that with us? Yeah, like I said, just just growing up, like I was always thinking I was gonna do sports, and just I kind of said most of it during that. Okay, but, um, yeah, just I never expected to get thrown into it right away. Sure. Um, and even what's funny is that my dad actually used to work at Christian Life Center just back when I was a lot younger. Like, we're talking, like, single-digit years. And uh, so I'd actually – there'd be times where he would be working after – because we would have, like, three or four services. Like, I, I go to a huge church. We run about, like – we're close to three, 4,000 at this point. And uh, so I'd always get off the drums – like, I'd get, get off from hanging out with my dad, and I'd go be like, hey, can I go touch the drum set? And he's like, okay, just make sure Pastor Stan doesn't see it. <laughs> So I go down there, but like I start hitting stuff, and then Pastor Stan would walk in and be like, "Dave, you got to get your kid off the drums, man." <laughs> and then now, which is funny, because he brought it up in a sermon he did when we opened our brand new sanctuary, and uh, just talked about how he was kind of like, you know, I'm sorry for all the times I told you to get off the drum set, considering you drum for me all the time now. Right? So, yeah. So I yeah. kind of, in my own way, showed him like, hey, maybe next time let me play a little bit more. And but uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. I've just I mean, I've grown up in a Christian home my entire life, so church has definitely been a big priority. And everybody kind of has their own struggles along the way. Sure. I mean, I'm like everybody else. Like, I struggle with the same thing that everybody else struggles with. So, sure. um, but being able to, especially going to public high school, going to public high school and having a passion for worship was actually pretty difficult. Just sure. knowing there. that knowing that there was something, like, that just didn't feel right about um, going to school every day, hearing stories about what people did on the weekends. And right. I was like, well, I spent my weekends practicing for a rehearsal <laughs> <laughs> to play at church. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, like I guess I've had my own internal battles to deal with. And um, just with the love of Christ, he's been opening a ton of doors and opportunities that finally get to express myself in ways that I never really expected to. So it's been a lot of fun. 
Awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. So is there any talk uh, of a new album coming out? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, Ding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think uh, one one of the things that I've wanted to do is uh, is kind of go back and forth between an album and an EP. And so um, I actually started with an EP. Um, like I think this came out five years ago. Um uh, entitled Impossible, okay. and then uh, and then I went to the full fledged album. So I think my next project would be an EP, um, but yeah, probably a five song EP. Okay. Um, and uh, um, but um, that's in the works. So it's in the works. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, guys, um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I know you're busy. Oh, okay. um, is there any last thoughts? For the people listening out there, yeah, well, um, you know, I I hope you get a chance to really just listen to you know some of these other podcasts. I know some of these other artists just have some incredible stories, and um, you know, you know, think a lot of times we like to put artists on on pedestals and think that they're you know so high above us, but you know they're not. You know, we are we're all people. We're all on the same level as you guys. We just you know we like to to share our music with you because it's a passion of ours and and we do it not for our own fame but for his fame and uh and and we hope that that your lives are touched by that so i would encourage i would encourage the listeners just to really listen to some of these other podcasts because i'm sure that they have some incredible stories all right great anything to add to that jt yeah just um i'm a huge believer in just never thinking that you're too old to pick up an instrument or you know pick up singing or anything um because, like I said, like I didn't start till like late high school of really getting involved. So um, definitely don't let don't let anything that I guess that makes who you are kind of get in the way of what you, what he's called you to be. Um, yeah, it's pretty much all I can really think of because right, I just guys. that was a big challenge for me. Is just thinking like, oh man, I'm never gonna be that good. But just sure. practice, oh, practice, yeah. and practice some more. You sounded good up there. Hey, appreciate it. <laughs> it sounded great. So, well, I appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, I'll let you get going here. So, okay. glad to have you here, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you guys again sometime soon. Great. Okay, thank you. Awesome. All right, thank thanks. you.